and uh, these are the tapes, and There's one of them, right there. there are two tapes, three tapes here. One of them is Brute Force's rendition of Hello Moscow in Russian and English. There's three different versions. I haven't really had a chance to listen to that. And uh, then there are two reels, one and reels two, of Nathan Eagle. You, ha you guys haven't heard it. Phil and I <laughs> heard it up at John <laughs> Simons. That's right. You Nathan haven't heard Eagle. it yet. Oh, well, we see if they can put one of these up, yeah. man, yeah. Well, put, put up number one. Number one first, and then there's the thing, a rap about the Pygmy Village and the Seminole Indians. Would you like to tell the audience, uh, the radio audience, exactly what they're going to be listening to? Oh, what's going to happen to them? Yeah, put up number <laughs> one. This guy, Nate Eagle, was a... Um, pitchman. Pitchman, a real pitchman, a real circus pitchman, but uh, supreme. And that's all you have to say. I mean, that's all you have to know is that this is a real pitchman. It's not well, anybody putting on. How long was he with the Supremes? Uh, about four years uh -huh. before the Icats came and gave him a blonde wig. He began, I guess, in the business. Gave him a black 20s. guy, too. Ah, ah. What, he started when? In the 20s. In the 20s. Which 20s? The 1820s. The 1820s. Old man. Old man. His voice all comes out of his nose. No, it's all that's left of him. Oh, yeah, he's been dead for four or five hundred years. He's a walking nose. Yeah, he's right. I brought, for later on, I brought all the letters. Now is later on. Well, well, I'll just read one little letter here. Here's one from the. Uh, uh, yes, this is a letter from KNXT. I wrote a letter to them once. It says, "Dear Mr. Roach," understand <laughs> <laughs> how I spell my name. I want you to know how much I appreciate your thoughtful letter. We at KNXT News welcome viewer correspondence, but we are especially gratified when the nature of the correspondence is complimentary. Letters such as yours make us strive all the more to provide the very best in news reporting. Thank you for taking the time to write. I hope that our news broadcast will continue to merit your interest and attention. Sincerely, Jerry Dunphy. Jerry Rocha. Signed, old Jerry. Hooray for Jerry Dunphy. He must really not have a lot of people writing letters if he's still signing them himself. Hooray, Jerry, you're underground. Jerry Dunphy, oh, because sorry. you've got George uh, working against you. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you, your kid, that junk. <laughs> and then there's Chief Tom Redden. He's working there, too. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go ahead, Professor Hell. I actually heard the show on the radio coming in. Yeah. It's a little distorted, but I got some of the words out of it. And I heard you over the credibility gap, too, which is really an enlightening experience. Did, is that, was that on the freeway right by the tunnels? Is that where it crossed for no, you? No, I, I didn't pick it up until I, I was in the parking lot across from the street from here, actually. Uh -huh. Oh, funny thing is that the one time that record, which we made with Gary Usher, where we do that hip two, three, four oh, thing. Yeah, Remember right. that record we made with him a long time yeah. ago? <gasps> oh, yeah, right? <laughs> called the Nazi right. sing-along? Well, the one time it was played on KRLA, they played it once, I think, as a favor to me. Uh, I, w I suddenly, I was driving the Toyota, and I got it on the radio. I went far out. I'm on top 40, and I went just past this tunnel on the Pasadena Freeway, and at that point, just as my song was coming on, uh -huh. that's at one place, and it happens every time, another station from Pasadena mixes through. <laughs> one of those, yeah. you know? And uh, just all the way, all through the song. It was the only time it was ever played on the radio. Never Sold four then. copies in Milwaukee, <laughs> right, at a bar. That's it. Is, is Nate Eagle up? Nate Eagle. Is Nate Eagle up? <laughs> sure. And now, ladies and gentlemen, an unreleased tape <coughs> produced by Marshall Dodge, CBS, uh, for Columbia Records about four or five years ago of Nat Eagle. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to bring out some of those tiny little people, the world's smallest men and women. If you'll gather in a little nearer, 
I'm going to have them entertain you. I'm going to have them tell you where they came from, what they do in this big show. This show is operated by these little people. And I am employed to just make the announcement and tell you that they're ready to give their big performance. Do you see these little men and women out here? Most people are under the impression that all the midgets in the world come from a colony over in Europe, namely Germany. I want to assure you that such is not the case. You want to see something extra special? Don't buy a ticket yet. Wait a minute. I'm going to bring out little Margie. Margie is the smallest one, in fact, no larger than a doll. So tiny, so diminutive, so cute, she can actually stand in the palm of my hand. She plays a clarinet. I'm going to have her get the clarinet and bring it out, Charlie. One of the things that... That's just a sample of it. Isn't that far out? Oh, that's There's wonderful. more. There's lots more, oh, yeah. too. Oh, yeah. It gets better, man. It gets farther and farther out, too, until he gets to the giant. Yeah. Uh, later on, we'll, we'll go to some of those, because later on he describes how he uh, set up some of the, uh, uh, the attractions. Like right. The Pygmy Village. Right. And the African Village. How he got Pygmy Village together is one of the funniest things in the oh, world, man. It's marvelous. Well, that's the one that we'll, we'll uh, set up next, as a matter of fact. During the next record cut, I'll set it up did you set that up for an air check? We have to, we're finally getting ourselves yes. together. We're going into doppelganger land, friends. We're going doppelganger to be, land, doppelganger land. doppelganger land. We're going to have an air check. Air we're going check. to have an air check. Check, check, check. 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 So that we'll know all the time, time. what time. we're talking time. about. Time. Now. What? 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 And you know what we're going to do with the air check? Why? Just what we've always done with all our air checks. There's not enough air in here! That's right. Check it. Checks in here. We usually <laughs> check it. We haven't, we've got 400 air checks checked at the Victoria Station right now in How England. How many checks could an air check check of an air we check? We've got 500 check checks on route. Yes. Yeah, they're coming over here. They're all going to they're gonna dance the hoochie-coochie. That's right. Speaking uh, of obscenity. In front of the mayor's office. What? No, that's all right. I, did, I got a letter from the Congress yeah. of the United States, House of Representatives. Kevin, they that's an obscenity. Congress is obscenity, you know, yeah. if you're not married. I was sent a questionnaire by uh, Barry Goldwater, Jr., uh, requesting Great piano my opinions player. about obscenity and uh, you know, censorship. Oh, yes. I, in no uncertain terms, told him that I was against uh, censorship and for obscenity in all of its manifestations. He sent me back this very thoughtful letter. Mr. Philip Procton. <laughs> Dear Mr. Procton, in further reference to the concern over the problem of pornography, especially in the males, which you expressed by returning my newsletter questionnaire, I would like to take this opportunity to... First of all, the post office department, in conjunction with the Justice Department and local law enforcement agencies, have zeroed in on 20 of the nation's larger distributors of pornography, whose mailings of such materials have prompted about 90% of all public complaints. Of these, four have been convicted of obscenity charges, and indictments have been obtained against the remainder. In all, during the last four months alone, there have been 38 indictments and seven convictions of those who traffic you in mail-order pornography. You lose! You lose! 
16 additional cases have been formally presented to U.S. attorneys for possible prosecution. Here in Congress, the House Post Office and Civil Service Committee has reported out an anti-obscenity bill which is virtually identical to the one I introduced last fall. It bans the mailing of pornographic materials to residences which contain minors who are still innocent and forbids the traffic of such materials in interstate commerce. Please be assured of my continued interest and concern in this area and of support for all efforts to curb the problem. With and Beth your Richard. dog. Now, right? I wrote a letter which said that I didn't think that they should prosecute people for when this. I worked in the Senate, And he sends Phil. me back and thing saying, I'm awfully glad you agree with me. When I <laughs> something's wrong with the machines there. When I... Oh, too bad. It when I worked in the Senate about seven or eight years ago, I went down to the basement of the Senate building and, and had one of my realization moments in which I opened a door and there were like 400 automatic typewriters. I was not at all hip to this, going... And it was saying, Dear John Framaclam, right? Yeah. According to the. And I saw, you know, 400 letters at a time being sent out to constituents. Yep. And some did say, Thank you for agreeing. And some saying, Of course you have the right not to agree. Uh-huh. Keep your lights on. You know. I obviously either got on the wrong list or it just doesn't make any difference. <laughs> it doesn't make AC car count. <laughs> President car count yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. told me personally that it's not only is it going to be all right, but it doesn't make any difference. Could you tell me something about this government uh, information service that every congressman or is privy to? Or don't uh, you know anything about it? Would you tell him that, please? It's please. actually in the congressman's privy, Phil, is uh-huh. where they get it. It's a hole right next to where they sit. Yeah. Sitting in Congress is an old right. uh, is an old tradition, of course, right. in this country. People run to sit in Congress, right, on their stool, on their stools, yes. right. Well, uh, what comes and sometimes on their platforms, if uh, you know, <laughs> if, if, if the, the stool uh, is being checked by the health, education, and welfare people, right, 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 right. you can check it in the stool room or the cloak room, depending on whether you're a yes. cloak and dagger or a Christian hotshot. So uh, that's basically it. There's a hole in the wall, and people whispering things like, you know, vote yes on 47. Right, and you know, the president is upset with you. <laughs> right, right. Things like, right. For a really good sleeve job called Marsha. <laughs> or, what are you getting out of there? That's right. You know, and that's usually the tourists coming yeah. by, right? Yeah. Yeah. Can I take a picture? Things like that. <laughs> right. Do you, know what they're, <laughs> do you know what they're calling the station? No. The Big Peepee. That's, that's KPPC? The, yeah, they're calling it the Big Peepee. Who's they? Who's they? Name three. Name an important. And I'd like to compliment Harry Shearer and the the real Earl Jive, the Jivey Earl Real, for a, for a fine afternoon of radio listening and, and great show tunes and yeah. good big band music all afternoon. I thought it was really swinging. That was the way it was. Oh, right, right. I'm hip to their jive. <laughs>